This is a podcast from Rover. Sex education. With Morgan from the Trainee Sexologist Podcast. She's in our Ed studio, the wonderful Morgan Penn. She is a somatic sexologist and she is fully qualified and here to answer questions about sex, relationships and your body. Kia ora, Morgs. Kia ora, Ehoa. Look, I'm bloody a bit lonely in here all by myself. Oh, well, maybe uh, we can cure your loneliness this afternoon with a few questions that have covered. Okay. All right, we're going to kick things off. Uh, our first one is for all of the penis owners out there. What is the best sex toy for a single penis owner? Well, I i mean, this is quite broad because everybody's got individual tastes, of course, but I would recommend a fleshlight. Now, these kind of had a bit of a bad connotation back in the day. They're a bit old school and they look like a, a torch where you can put your appendage into and um, yep. have a really nice time. But um, Satisfier Pro, who has become very famous for the Satisfier Pro 2 and changing the lives of vulva owners around the world, mm-hmm. they have actually created some very cool fleshlights for penis owners to try. So I'd recommend looking them up. But I'm also a real big advocate, as we all sort of know, about the prostate, which most penis owners have. So it's worth like investing in like a vibrating butt plug or something that's going to stimulate the prostate. This is very educational. Thank you very much, Morgan. (laughs) I have jotted this down. Uh, The next question through to 3343. I'm a girl and have recently been watching RuPaul's. I find I'm super attracted to the drag queens. Is this a thing? So she means that she's referring to RuPaul's Drag Race, which is an incredible show. Okay, well, I've never watched this, but I have I have had had my fair um, encounters with drag queens before, and I can see why people are attracted to them. They are gorgeous. They're fun. So they're sassy. They've got everything going on. Um, it's interesting that this person is questioning their attractedness to them, and I'm wondering if it's got something to do with the unattainability of them because normally drag queens are gay men dressed as women. There's a lot of hurdles to uh, overcome to actually get sexually um, involved with one of these these people. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely normal. We can be attracted to anything. Yes, we can. (laughs) Hell yeah, we can. And oh my gosh, I've watched RuPaul's Drag Race and 100% you can become attracted to those drag queens easily. They are so beautiful. Last year, actually, when they came in and dressed me up, uh, that's probably the most I've ever been attracted to the mirror. So Yes, oh, you were dressed up by Keita and Anita, who are going to be on the New Zealand version of RuPaul's Drag Race. I looked good, didn't I, Sharon? Very good. Thank you. You are more than welcome to submit a question for our somatic sexologist, Morgan Penn. And if you feel a little bit shy, that's totally fine. You can go to morganpenn.co.nz. You can email a question in there, or you can book an appointment with Morgan. So that's morganpenn, that's pen with two N's, .co.nz. Now, this might be one of my favorite questions we have ever had for you, Morgs. Uh, somebody has messaged, I'm instantly attracted to any guy who wears Amani Aqua de Gio. Is this weird, <laughs> or is there a scientific reason? reason for this <laughs> yes i love this um well like smell does play a massive part in our sexual attraction to people and it's mm. normally to do with pheromones and so when there's mm. um yeah perfume involved it's normally the pheromones mixing with that perfume so it's not necessarily the actual perfume but um what would be interesting is to go back to the very first um, person that she smelted on because I'd say what's happened is there has been a very strong attraction to that person and that
that specific pheromone smell from that person, it would have made a neurological oh. pathway and set like an arousal pathway of like, oh, that is what I like. And then from then on, her brain has made that connection every time she smells it. It's funny you say that actually, Morgan, because I do remember the first perfume I smelled on Gracie and I was like, damn, that smells good. And now it's always my go-to one that I get her. Oh. And let me tell you, they all have ambergris in them. Oh, <laughs> That's what we're hunting for at the moment. It's whale poo. It makes the perfume stick to your uh, stick to your arms. We're trying to find it, Morgs, because uh, it's worth lots of money, and then we can uh, give it away, the listener pals, if we find any. Hasn't been very successful. Not so far. Not so far. Um, so the other question I had on this um, is: so I had, there is one perfume uh, that my husband wears, and he's not allowed to wear it unless he's going to see me because I'm like, don't want girls to fall in love with you. Right. But I used to love this perfume called Calvin Klein Crave. It was my favorite, mm. and my dad used to always wear this like gross brute perfume and so I bought it for him for Christmas but it like then became real disturbing because I started like I'd smell the smell and be like hot oh, damn there's a crave guy around here and I'd turn around with my dad so explain that Morgan am I attracted to my dad you're unwell mate and I still love you Okay, good. I, I thought am... you meant you got the brute one for Bryce, and you're no! like, and you're like, oh yeah, that's it. You smell like my dad. I got my dad the hot boy <laughs> perfume, and it really ruined it for me. Okay, next question for Morgan Penn, our resident sexologist. How do I find my fetish? Does everybody have one, or am I just boring? Oh, you're not boring. No, so that's just my answer. <laughs> no, you're not boring, and no, not everybody has a fetish. So I just thought I would like explain exactly what a fetish is. So if someone has a fetish, they have an unusually strong liking or need for a particular object or activity as a way of getting sexual pleasure. So it could be something like leather or feet or spanking or something that just that's what gets them off that is a little bit outside the norm. Um, not everybody has this. So you, it's worth like looking and seeing. I mean, this person's obviously curious and I'm not a huge advocate for looking at uh, adult content However, this is a great tool for finding things like this to see what you are turned on by. Because you can literally put in that search engine anything and have a little gawk and see if it gets you going. Just make sure it's legal. Yes, please. <laughs> exactly. Um, do people ask you that all the time, Morgs? Because, you know, with your job, it feels like people would expect you to have a fetish straight away. No, I don't actually get asked that, um, which is a bit oh. disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, because it's like when we interviewed a porn star once and she was like, oh, people think that I just have wild sex all the time because that's what I do for a job. Do you have that being a sexologist? No, but I guess for me, like nothing's off the table. Like I'm always open to something or trying something, but there's nothing specific that even I would probably share um, just like in context like this, unless I was talking about something very specific that I could share my felt sense of because that is still my personal sex life, right? Yeah, totally. Amen. Amen to that, my friend. (laughs) All right, last question for Sex Ed this week. Morgan, I'm a guy out of a long-term relationship, and I'm just getting used to wearing condoms. I find it dulls the feeling a lot. Uh, How can I make it feel better with condoms? Mm. Yeah, so a big part of this is actually belief systems. Um, A lot of people have got kind of this old-school belief around, you know, that, that sex with condoms doesn't feel as good. So it's about kind of flipping the switch on the perspective of that and really... Really realizing what pleasure condom gives you, which is 
safety from STIs, safety from um, pregnancies. You know, it is a beautiful aid to help you have a lot of pleasure. So first you've got to get your belief system in the right place. And then Mm. you can do things like you've got to make sure you can try out different textured ones. You want to try out different brands. You can place like a little bit of lube on the inside, just a tiny bit. You don't want too much, maybe just like one drop. That's just going to heighten the sensation internally for the penis owner. Is that going to make it risky of it slipping off? Well, that's why probably not too much. Yeah, just the tiniest little drop there, and that's really just going to um, affect the, the the end, which is where all the nerve endings are, anyways, and just allow a little bit more excitement there. It shouldn't allow too much movement so that the condom should stay on all right. And during this chat, I actually thought of a great saying, and it goes like this: "Sex with condoms is better than no sex at all." Amen to that. Preach sex with condoms is better than an unwanted pregnancy or an STI. <laughs> it's true. Exactly. Thank you very much, Sharon. And uh, thank you very much, Morgan, for joining us once again for Sex Education. You're an absolute legend. And we will see you next week to answer more questions about sex relationships and the body. And if you want to get more from Morgan, morganpen.co.nz. Woo, Morgan, love you. See you.